Grab your mug and take a chug He's about to spill the tea Saucy chatter on subject matter It's just between you and me Sit on back and hear him yak It's gossip to a tea It's cup of joe Cup of joe Hey everyone and welcome back to Cup of Joe, a podcast about all things I'm obsessed with from Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race and so much more, plus the candid celebrity interviews you won't find anywhere else. And this week we have one of my favorite people to chat with of all time. It doesn't even feel, I always say that of all time, but whatever, it doesn't even feel like an interview it doesn't feel like work or a chore to have our guest on i have chatted with him this is our fifth time chatting and it is a pleasure to have him on he is an olympic figure skater he won season 26 of dancing with the stars he was named one of time magazine's 100 most influential people of 2018 he is a gay icon let's just say it please welcome to the cup of joe show adam ripon hey joe how are you i'm good how are you i'm fantastic thank you so much for doing this it's my pleasure i'm excited we're gonna are you are you recovering from the earthquake this morning okay i didn't feel it at all you didn't no, and I was sad because usually I I feel all of them, but like I sometimes miss a good one, and I feel like I missed a good one this morning. My uncle lives in Santa Monica, so I texted him to make sure he was okay. He said just a little 4.0. I know when I saw it was a 4.0, I was truly kind of like blown away that I did not feel anything. Have Slept you ex- through it? Have you experienced a lot of them since you've been out there? I think um, that I can remember. There were probably maybe three that it was like big right that that I was like oh these are big shakes I experienced once in Michigan that was probably like a 1.0 and I was like oh my god the world is over (laughs) yeah there was one I think like since I um like I was one time I was like here in this room and the whole I felt like a car like crashed into the house it was like this huge boom and the whole like house shook it was like one of the biggest ones I've ever felt I was like shit oh my god well let's get right into it because uh someone has some new bling on their fingers since covid started i do i got and and it's not me (laughs) i'm glad that you can clear that up with everyone listening everyone Um, listening adam's engaged i am not (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got engaged um i guess a few months ago Um, wow how does it feel it feels exactly like not being engaged, only with jewelry. Right. And that's pretty, That's a pretty ring. I know it's a podcast, but show me again. Oh, I love that. Thank you. It's from but, this, like, Finnish jewelry shop. I wanted to get the, my ring in Finland because my um, fiancé is Finnish. So I made sure that it was, like, Finnish, too. Right. So tell me the story. How did it happen? Okay. It's really not... Um, it's not going to be what you want it to be, but it is what it is. So I'll share. Okay. So um, we uh, have been long distance for the past like 
over three years now. And um, we were planning on um, getting engaged uh, this summer. Um, but then when the pandemic started, um, he wasn't able to come to Los Angeles where I'm based and I wasn't able to travel to Finland to see him. So we didn't see each other for almost a year. Wow. So, like in that year we had talked and we talked about we, what we wanted to do next. So we applied for um, a K-1 visa, which is like the 90 day fiance experience visa. Stop. Yeah. So we, so yeah, we did the K-1 visa. Um, and we applied for that in the summer because it takes like, like a many, many months, just like literally like on the show, it takes a long time for that visa to get processed. So we were like, let's at least do that. And then if we're waiting, um, we're just waiting, you know, we're waiting for something to happen instead of just like not doing anything. So right. when um, the borders opened for me to go to Finland, I went over and I stayed there for about three months. Um, and while we were there, uh, we went and we thought we were going to just go get like both get like plain, simple gold bands, like just something like classic. And we were both there for like one second before we looked at each other and we were like, no, we're going to do our own thing. And I was like, I will see you when it, when I get the ring. OK. So we did our own thing. And then um, we just decided that like we picked a day that we that felt like right. Um, and we went we stayed at like a, we went to a hotel. We got like a nice dinner and everything. And, um, we proposed to each other at the same time so that we both could do like, have be like, Oh yeah, we both did it at the same time. So you planned to have it happen at the same time or it just happened? No, we planned. Okay. I, no, I, there was two, I wouldn't know. I would have a, a panic anxiety attack. I would be totally. in the hospital. Yeah. No, we had to plan that out. So what was the conversation about like, let's get married. You said it was even before you went to Finland. Yeah, it was like over the summer, like we just, I really would like, I, I he, he was ready, he's ready to like move here to the US. And I obviously would like love to have him here all the time. And um, I don't know, just like, I felt like he's the right person for me. Right. And it feels like very natural and normal. And it doesn't feel like this really big fanfare, which I feel like are all the right things that no you that sounds feel. like so like lovely and romantic to me like it doesn't need to be some like production no and it doesn't feel that way it just feels very like easy and so it just felt like it was like yeah that's the next step that we were going to take there was no like there was no like drama about it so right. it felt really good so then when we were talking about it we were like yeah let's let's plan out the next steps that like feel good for us together right i love that how long you guys have been together over three years now okay that's that's just this is all just perfect and lovely <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad that you think so I do I do I'm living vicariously through you what was it like in Finland you had I been mean, before the COVID stuff though I have been before like when life was a biddle a biddle when life was just a bit when life was a bit easier when it was a bit bit easier um but when I was there it was a little strange because um it was you know it was way more normal like the whole country was having between 10 to 200 cases when like a day when we were like you know we were like oh it's a better day it's only a million so you know, right. it was completely different. I mean, like to just give you a little bit of perspective, it was like I went to a buffet. No, you did not. Yeah, a buffet. Now imagine buffet. those <laughs> droplets. 
Those no, that's that's one of the things I said is definitely going to be over after this pandemic is there's going to be no more buffets, but apparently in Finland, there will be. <laughs> yeah. So if you do want a buffet, they're, they're literally open and running over there. Wait, were you comfortable eating at them? At first I was like, so, well, also like the, the mask situation over there was like hit or miss. And okay. you know, like over here, it's like, it's polarizing. You know, someone's not wearing a mask. You automatically, I do automatically assume that they tried to, tried to storm the Capitol. Yeah. So, it's like, Oh, you voted for Trump. E- yes. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, you don't believe you like, you're literally you're like, maybe we shouldn't listen to science. Um, <laughs> but over there, it was like, the, like their um, messaging was more about like washing the hands, wear a mask. If you, if you can, um, but like, you don't need to wear one outside. So it's like, you know, you're just walking around and it feels, it feels more normal. I of course was like traumatized from right. being here in Los Angeles. Um, and you know, we, JP and I were very safe. We didn't really do anything. We just stayed at home. We were always wearing masks, but it was just very surreal to be over there and in, in, in a situation where like, it all felt like it was back on track. And they said that their last summer was completely normal. Like, really? You know, yeah, they had the borders closed, but they had very few cases. Um, yeah. Were you in a different story? What's up? Completely different story than over here. Interesting. Were you in a heavily populated area like New York, like Los Angeles over there? Well, like the whole country is just 5.5 million people. So it's okay. much smaller and so it's like, like hell's kitchen here in new york <laughs> yeah it's like downtown the la right um, so uh you know and it's all spread out so it's it's a lot easier and also if when they would close the borders like they would close city borders as well so if um you know we were in helsinki and mm. um before i had gotten there they closed the borders of helsinki so like they contained the cases to the city and so then of course the whole country dropped because it was like people from you know the city traveling to like you know, out to the cottages and stuff and like, you know, bringing that all out there. So they would just contain it and they were really good about it. And I think um, their idea of like how the government helps them over there is so different than us. Right. Because I think that, you know, they have like universal health care, they have all of that stuff. So it's like, if something does happen, you know, they have things taken care of and. Right. Well, okay, that leads me to my next question because precursor, I am proud to be an American and I love living here. However, after you saying that, now JP wants to move to LA after it seems like Finland is just lovely and you guys are eating at buffets <laughs> without masks. <laughs> well, you so know what's what that decision? Well, it's just, you know, also because it's like a smaller country, um, there's just more, there's more like opportunities out here still. Like, um, True, right, always. Um, and uh, I think because there's so many things that you can that are taken care of in Finland, um, there's one, there are so many creative, amazing minds and artists out there. Um, but it, I, I feel it all really stays in Finland because like there's a lot of times you could go in there and you see art or architecture or like design, furniture, glassware, like completely different world and a lot of it isn't like distributed internationally or it's hard to find internationally right um so uh i think you know for someone like jp it's like really exciting to like you know when you come to the u.s so much of it is like international um and there's so many opportunities and there's so much more like the world is so much bigger over here so totally. it's, you know well, he's always 
wanted to be over here. So it, it makes sense. Will you guys keep a place over there? Because I feel like it sounds like you you guys love it there. For yeah. you know, as like a vacation home. <laughs> so actually, so you know, because he knows that he's going to be moving soon. Um, you know what he's um like his work is kind of cut down because he doesn't want to be in a you know committed to something that he won't be there for. Of course. Um, so what he's decided to do in the last few months is in the last few months is that he's been building like um, a, a summer house. So he's been building this like little cottage that's like right outside of the city. It's one. It's so beautiful. It's the most quiet place I've ever been in my entire life. Um, but so he's building that. So when it's finished, his, his visa application will probably have gone through and then we'll have like a little summer house in Finland. Wait, so he is he actually building it with his hands? He's building a lot of it with his hands. And then he has like construction workers and stuff. Listen, do I look like I have any idea what I'm talking about? I don't. Um, but he <laughs> well, has people, <laughs> he, he has people like coming and helping him, but then he's like on his like hands and knees and like moving things around. And I'm like, that is a lot of work, but congrats. Because what you're describing to me is your Finnish fiance who builds things. It's like the perfect, like, <laughs> gay dream something. You're I like, mean, yeah, he's building our cabin in Finland. And um, <laughs> it's the quietest place we've ever been. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Truly, that is heaven. I mean, it's, it's what he's doing is really, really beautiful. And he, like, loves doing stuff like that. And he was doing, like, architecture and, like, um, uh, a lot of real estate stuff before. So it's like all in his wheelhouse. Okay. I love that. Do you guys have wedding plans yet? Or it's going to be just as casual as the engagement? We really, because like, you know, so many of my friends are all over the country. His whole family is on the other side of the world. My family's on the other side of the country. I think what we're really going to do is like, I think we're just going to do like straight up, you know, put on a nice shirt, go to the courthouse. And then I think we'll just do it that way. I mean, why? I think weddings are so expensive. It like blows my so mind. So expensive. So expensive. Wouldn't you just rather like a... Yeah. Have you seen that show on Netflix, like mortgage or or something about like, do you want the big wedding or like a check for a house? Yeah. Like I haven't seen the show, but the concept feels, it feels like it should be straightforward. Totally. Like, do you want to have a party or do you want to have a roof? Right, and and it's crazy that some people choose party. More power. I mean, I feel like it's like so ingrained in our culture that even as gay people, we want that like heterosexual wedding fantasy that you know that we fought for. But like, I totally agree with you. Like, a there's something really romantic about going to city hall and just doing it with you and the person you love. Because isn't that the point? Yes, I think that's the point. And then. Put your money in your Finland cabin. <laughs> and then that's what everyone should do. Everyone should go to the courthouse and then put their money in their Finnish cabin. Yes. Yes. Although you you strike me as, and we've known each other for a few years now, you strike me mm-hmm. as someone that would want the party. I know. I, I, I kind of want the party too. See, the thing is, is that like, I love to like, I want, to, what I want to do is then like, I want to celebrate with our friends. But I feel like at a wedding, you know, I've been to so many of my friends' weddings where it's like it's they have to divide their time between like all of their like friends at the wedding. And it's, you know, it's an exhausting day. 
Right. And so I think what we want to do is like, we basically want to go on a, the tour, the wedding tour, and we're going to have our friends come visit us. We'll visit our friends and we'll just like, you know, have a little celebration intimately with like all of our friends so that we can just like really, you know, like live it up and celebrate with our like. Right. Friends. I was actually just talking to my friends about this recently. You can sort of have both. It doesn't yes. have to be like the glamorous wedding reception. Like you can party and celebrate your union and do the city hall thing and have it still be like affordable. Yes. We're going to do like a mix of both because like also, you know, I think I'm just like at that age. I think everybody gets to that age when all of a sudden you like turn around and all of the girls, you know, are suddenly pregnant. They're married. Like, they're pregnant. <laughs> how did that happen? And right. I know how it happens, but <laughs> I am like, you know, so a lot of them have like, we'll have kids now. So it's, I'm like, you know what? I don't want them to have to like worry about that. I want to go visit them and see their, you know, see their, you know, new baby anyway. So I think like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to travel right. around, share our story with our friends, have a few well, glasses of wine. Totally. I also feel like experiencing COVID and this pandemic with all the, I mean, obviously everything was postponed, but so many people had to reschedule their weddings. Yes. and figure something else out. So I think those people that got engaged like you and JP during COVID, it was like, well, what's important to us? Like, let's take a, let's take a breath and talk about like what we really want to do. Do we really want to wait until this crap is over to then have like a 250 person wedding or are you cool city hall for right now? Yeah. And I think the thing is, is like, we've always thought we would do something like really small, just go to city hall, something like that. So like, it's it's always been sort of our plan to do something a little bit more just like the two of us because right. kind of just we've we've always been kind of like that for sure. Speaking of COVID, what was your life like in COVID before you went to Finland? I mean, you were away from JP for how long? You said a year. Wow, yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, it felt like it literally felt like it could have been ten years or one week. Right, time is like irrelevant now. To me, like twenty twenty, I blacked out. Like, I won't remember it. Out. Like, no. to me, it's just like one drunken night the entire year. <laughs> yes. You know, there were different stages I had. Because the first, I, you know, it's the stages of grief, you know, denial. Right. Completely, complete denial. Um, then you're like, okay, I think this is actually happening. And this is like more than a year ago at this point. And I, I, I mean, I remember it vividly where it was like, LOL, like this will be gone in a week or two. And then all of a sudden you like would go to the grocery store and it was like truly Armageddon, everything's gone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is real. And then I think it was just this like, okay, well, you know, we're home. It's we'll see how long it lasts. It was just, you know, I had I I was with my roommate and we were just like drinking every day. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, wait, I think we need to kind of make this lifestyle sustainable. Right. And so then it was just like, you know, kind of finding our way. And then, it, you know, people are trying to figure out ways to work at home. So, you know, we were trying to do that a bit. But like, I can tell you that, like, I have been itching, crawling, begging to like, leave the house. I'm, I'm so ready. I'm Same. willing to do whatever it takes so that like, we can get over it. But I when it is over, I swear to God, I am so ready. I feel like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's just getting nice in New York again. People mm -hmm. are getting vaccinated. Like it definitely feels different, obviously, than it has in the past year. Yes. And so I, I optimistic. Me too, because I have friends. 
um, that have been getting vaccinated. They're on their first or they just finished their second shot. Um, Are you vaxxed? I'm, I mean, look at me. Look at this hair. This is not screaming vaccinated. <laughs> so I'm not vaxxed yet because, you know, I'm just, I think we're going to have access to, like, everyone will have access to it here in LA pretty soon. Right. What and is, what's the age limit right now there? Because we're at 30 and above and honey, I'm 30 and above. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Okay. So am I. But, you know, don't look too closely. Look. There's a reason this is a webcam and not a 4K. Yeah, there's a reason I started a podcast after I gained 20 pounds in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I... Um, uh, oh, yeah, what's the age limit? Oh, right now, it's um, it's uh, pre-existing conditions. It's um, still that? It's still pre-existing conditions, and it's uh, essential workers, teachers, things like that. You can... Um, you can uh, do you you'll, you can uh, try to get right. the vaccine, and so um, I think on the fifteenth here, um, okay. so just in a few weeks, uh, I guess in a week or two, um, I don't even know what day it is. April fifteenth, literally, um, everyone is allowed to. Okay, that's to good. So uh, free for all. Because at this bond. point, that's what we need. Like I understood the sixty-five and over, of course, the essential workers and all that. But once we figured out that like certain people didn't want to take it and other people were like waiting, slobbering to get it, that it was like, just open the floodgates and get people to get vaccinated so we can get to herd immunity, you know? Well, I mean, the the other crazy thing is that what I've heard is that sometimes it's hard for, for you to schedule the second dose because like what ends up happening is like you oh, get right. the first one and then they do the second one. But they've, I, I've had friends that have like just had it set and they can't make it to that appointment. Uh-huh. So that's how those like openings are available. Cause I've also had friends get their vaccine from calling like the pharmacy at 4 p.m. And they're like, totally. yeah, we had two cancellations. So there's two vaccines here. And you sprint. <laughs> and you, you get in that car and you do whatever it fucking takes. Literally. Yeah, you've never driven to a Rite Aid faster in your life. Right. You've never been more excited to go to a Rite Aid in LA. Right. You thought a Rite Aid was closed. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my! I got the Johnson & Johnson, which I love because it was the one-shot wonder. Well, see, this was the thing. I've been thinking, like, what would I want? And I know Johnson & Johnson. So my brother is, like, my um, brother does, like, Biostat. So okay. he knows, like, a little bit of, like, what's going on and what the vaccines are. So I apparently, first of all, this is the, my preface with this. I'm in, I'm stupid. Period. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what I've heard from my brother, um, that the Johnson and Johnson is sort of like, um, it's sort of based on the idea of like the, of the flu vaccine. Flu shot. The, right. The flu I've shot. heard this. Yes. So that it's sort of, it's like in that vein, obviously it's completely different. I don't know, um, what your reaction was to it. Did you get knocked out? I, I had side effects 12 hours later uh-huh. in the middle of my sleep. I woke up with aches and a fever and it wasn't fun. But by the time I woke up, I felt better. And the next day I just had like slight aches and that was it. Okay. Well, so and my really- mom, who's been a nurse for 43 years was like, that's your body. Cause I don't get sick often knock on wood. That was my body like taking and building up the immunity. Okay. So I was like, I would do it all over again. Like it sucked, but I, I want to get back to normal life. What I've heard about Moderna and Pfizer is that it actually, there's, it changes your DNA. What? 
How does that work? I no, don't... Adam, stop. This is why people don't want to get the vaccine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. That sounds very after, sci-fi. <laughs> after a year in my house, I need new DNA. Yeah, I do too. I need to become a different person. I, need, <laughs> I don't like I'm, who I've become. I'm completely over the DNA I have. I'm willing to give that to science. Wait, so what does DNA. this mean? It changes your DNA. In a way, I think it like, I listen, I told you that I'm not. Oh, okay, yeah. We need to get your brother to, on the podcast. Yes. But basically, <laughs> it's something that like, one, they've been working on this vaccine for years. Like for years. So this isn't like something new, but it's something that they've like developed to like put out and like put out quickly and, and, and like, um, specialize it for COVID-19. Oh, I see. Okay. Interesting. That would because make sense as been... to why it's come out so quickly. Cause that's another reason people are concerned. They're like, what's in this? Right. And so basically this is, I'm actually here, um, on behalf of the CDC. I was just going to say, yeah. actually, Adam has <laughs> given up figure skating and now works for the CDC under the, uh, Biden administration. <laughs> but what I, hey, I would trust you. I would listen. Cause I, I think if anyone's willing to bring themselves down to the ground and be like, listen, I'm an idiot, but dot 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 here it is and i think they've been working because there have been different like um coronaviruses so they've been working on developing like super vaccines so that like um you know we don't have pandemics or we don't have you know um a a situation like this and so when something happens like this they were already had like the baseline and the base work for something like this. So that it's not like, Oh, let's just start doing something. Right. It was um, more, more planned out. This is also coming from someone with zero knowledge, did zero research. <laughs> and the the listeners not- are going to be like, Adam Rippon and Joe Drake know nothing about science. And they're trying to t- turn this episode into a vaccination TED talk. <laughs> like, yeah. I came here as Bill Nye, Bill Nye. Full on. And, yeah. So that's, you know, and that's my pitch. Get the vaccine. It'll get change the vaccine. DNA. I feel like everyone that listens to my podcast will get the vaccine. I, I believe you know? that. Okay. I believe that. I trust your listeners. Okay. Speaking of, let's, let's turn a corner a little bit and talk about, I've seen some things on your social media that, that you've been loving late, lately that I love too. Okay. In pop culture. Yes. Where should we start? Lil Nas X. Loving it. And the music video. Loving it, loving it, loving it. I don't know. There's something about him that's just so like inspiring. And I think like as like a little gay kid, if I had ever seen that, my brain would have exploded and I would have caught on fire. Literally. It's just so one. I just fucking love seeing it. I love seeing he's so unabashedly himself. He's so funny online. I just like could can't get enough of him. I think he's so great. Do you know him? I don't know him. I feel like that's a friendship that will bloom soon. You guys seem like you you run in the same circle. I think that we're gonna. I think eventually we'll we'll run into each other. But I I, I and I hope so because I am I'm huge huge fan. huge huge Love. fan. I don't know what it says about me, but like I was not at all shocked by the video (laughs) like not one iota so that when there was all this like backlash in the country from obviously more conservative minded folks i was like what (laughs) yeah i mean i the thing is is that like we've we're of the generation of 
you know, my neck, my back, my pussy, my crack. Literally. (laughs) We grew up with that as a mantra. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Until the sweat drips down my balls. And I'm thinking like that did, that was just, that was what we were raised on. That was our Beatles. (laughs) I learned that those lyrics after church. (laughs) Sometimes in church. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just thinking like, you know, that it's you know that's what we were raised on and nobody had you know people had issue with it of course but like this is like you know it's this has nothing to do with like in what's in the video it has everything to do with like what it's you know it's a kid he's like at being a powerful gay black man that's like literally like yeah it's you know it's a a young african-american black kid who's gay, who's poking at a religion that basically has told so many of us that we don't belong in it. Right. Well, I love that it's like, you know, they're like fags go to hell, all that stuff that's been going around for years. It's like, well, Lil Nas X went to hell and he went down on a stripper pole and he twerked on the devil. So if that's where you're telling us we're going, that's how we're going. And he was, he tweeted something along the lines of that. And I was like, that is hilarious he's like you all tell us we're going here anyway and now you're mad that we're actually here i'm like yeah. this is literally this there's is something next level trolling there's something so artistic about it it's mm-hmm. not the first time like the devil's appeared in anything that's been like controversial if that makes sense right no i totally agree um I, the devil showed up this morning when i decided to look like this so <laughs> you look great <laughs> no 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 <laughs> the devil showed up with the earthquake and yeah and nobody complained about that also did you see that meme that's going around that's like the weekend won a kid's choice award about a, a song about cocaine yes and there was another part of it but it was like and now you're mad at a Lil Nas X song about his, his like gay freedom I don't know I'm just I'm glad that you love it and that you tweeted yeah I love it. I love it. And I feel like I'm in the majority. And I feel like one, what I love seeing is like, um, you know, I try to go on, I like go on TikTok. I don't really like do a oh, lot. Oh, you have I'm a TikTok? More, I'm just more of like a watcher <laughs> than a creator. Same. Um, because some of them are hilarious and um, uh, they have a lot of really funny, like Lil Nas X. Oh, right. Call me by your name TikToks that are quite good. I don't feel cool enough for TikTok, but I want to be. I feel I'm too old. Too old. How old are you now? 31. I'm 34. Yeah, I feel like TikTok is very much for the teenagers, but we're obviously seeing like. Yeah, I think if you were born in the 80s, you know, if you had a MySpace, I think you're bordering on maybe don't get a TikTok. Totally. If you had a top eight on MySpace, not the TikTok down. (laughs) Top eight was stressful. Top eight was stressful. I actually was just, um, I couldn't sleep last night and I was scrolling through a BuzzFeed article about like growing up in the 2000s. And it was like, remember how stressful the top eight was? And I was like, I completely forgot about that. Can you even imagine also that you had to do the about me? Like you had to do that about me, which was pretty stressful too. Well, wait, I'll tell you why my about was stressful because this is what the, I, I vividly remember my MySpace. Okay. Um, which I, I is deleted. I think I've blacked it out like 2020, but go so ahead. I know that everyone would do like a layout, right? Like you had a layout, but I noticed oh, yeah. that the cool people on MySpace had a basic thing. They didn't have a layout, but you know, that about me was like all text, correct? Yeah. Vague, vaguely. 
so I'm it's thinking, like, okay. It was all text. I saw this one girl, this bitch, genius. She basically created like a document that she could, because you could just put pictures in there. You photobucket.com. Okay. If you remember. <laughs> you have a very vivid memory about this time. I've Continue. Got, just, yeah. So you got photobucket.com because then you have to, you put your photo on there. You get a link to, to embed it. Cause we, we were fucking coding back then. We were coding a website. As individual MySpace users? Yes. I'd see, I, I don't, I didn't realize. <laughs> Can you believe that? We I was just coding. like, which picture do I look cute in? <laughs> <laughs> but while you were doing that, you were coding. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. We were building our own personal yes. website. Because then see. we'd okay. need to go and like, we would have to do that, like, it, you know, the HTML, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we right. have to do the slash hearts, colon, <laughs> right. right? To get the yeah. heart in there and everything. So we were like <laughs> doing code. And so there was this one girl, basic, basic profile. Okay. I'm, okay. Still, I mean, I'm still here. Document. And within the document, she had like, a picture of herself that she made into like a little stick figure holding up words and whatever. And it looked like she had like embedded herself into the text. It was genius. And I copied wow. it. Copy paste. <laughs> Copy literal paste. Wow. Where is this girl now? She's working for Apple. I have no idea. Actually that girl now is Ariana Grande. I have no idea <laughs> who it was. Pop superstar Ariana Grande. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. I remember Lopez that was actually that the beginning of like, you know how people say like your Instagram followers or Twitter, or whatever, like you can quantify like how quote unquote popular you think you are or like for the uh -huh. kids these days, they're worried about that. That was like for us for top eight. It was like when I got kicked out of someone's top eight, I was like, what did I do? What did I do? I have to go take a cold shower and cry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was a chilling day. <laughs> to see that you were not in someone's top eight if you were right but I was I was just as guilty on the other end I remember taking people out and putting other people in and being like I feel much closer to Matt this week also <laughs> the order the like, order just the eight it was the order wow and so it was like, if you were like talking to somebody or like flirting with someone, they had to be number one. Or if like you, or if like you want, like, it was always like something like that. And like friends kind of like, you know, in that eight there, some are in and out, some are like, um, you know, just for some, some time or whatever. It was, a, it was a science. It really was. Between the top eight and you being judged figure skating, you have built a very thick skin, Adam. Thick. Leather. <laughs> It's leather. <laughs> yeah, that is leather-like skin I have. Wait, okay, so speaking of figure skating, I'm assuming you've been watching this current season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I have. I have. Thoughts on Denali, the top four, Tina Perner, Tamisha Aman. Who do you love? Who do you not love? One, I love Denali. So I, like, through skating, never met Denali, um, uh -huh. but, like, we had so many mutual friends um, and then because of social media before Drag Race, um, okay. uh, Denali, uh, boy name is uh, Cordero. And um, Cordero is actually a figure skating choreographer, like he says uh, um, that he is on the show. And um, a really incredible one. And So, so did you know Cordero as not a queen? Because I know Denali was like a... 
is very much a reputable Chicago drag queen free drag race. Yes. So I, I knew that um, Denali existed and I, okay. I had seen like Denali performances and stuff and was like, oh, that's so fun. I had no idea that he like did drag. Um, so, um, actually before drag race, um, Denali posted this video of, of, uh, of himself skating, um, out of drag. And it was just, I thought it was like beautiful choreography. And I reached out and was like, is it okay if I copy this whole thing? And like, I do it myself. And he was super nice. And so we connected that way. Was this like post Olympic fame? Yes, it was okay. like recently. It was okay. like it, not not so recently, but it was pre-pandemic and everything. Pre-pandemic, pre-drag race. Okay, got it. Pre D R P re everything. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So I knew. I just knew that he was a really, really good, really good choreo- skating choreographer, especially like show skating. I don't know if he's done a lot of competitive skating programs, but um, right. really great show skating choreographer. Um, and so then when I found out Denali was on the show, I was super excited. Um, and I think she did really well. I think no matter so what, well. um, she'll be booked and busy because of that lip sync forever. Oh, that lip sync was amazing. I think it was a travesty she went home when she did. But 13 years in, I've been watching since day one. Mm-hmm. It, needless to say, you don't have to win to be booked and busy. As no. one, You just need to make your mark, whether it's yeah. coming out in ice skates in the workroom for your first look or being a lip sync assassin. And yeah, I mean, like, just ask like, you know, Detox or Alyssa Edwards or right. Trixie and Katya. Like, I mean, no, it's kind of like that American Idol thing where like, like the Kelly Clarksons and the Karen Underwoods are like the Bianca Del Rios and the Sasha Velours, but like then there's like Clay Aiken and Jennifer Hudson. It's like you just yes. have to like kind of get you know. Make Jennifer them. Hudson was sixth on American Idol, and that's and how not- we should have known that there would be an insurrection. <laughs> Literally, we should have predicted then. We should have that the country then. was going down the wrong path. That we can't trust everyone here. No. If they couldn't vote for Jennifer Hudson on American Idol, we knew that there were some bad eggs. She's like, I'll see you at the Academy Awards. Yeah, she'll see. I'll see you with my fucking Oscar. Wait, who do you Does want? Does have an to- Oscar? Yeah, for Dreamgirls. I'm just checking. Okay. I'm fact checking. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, who do you want to win Drag Race? Um, well, I, I won Simone. I just think it's so gorgeous. I mean, the skin. The skin. No one's ever been that the moisturized face. on television. The body. No one's the ever body. been what? That moisturized on television. Oh, she's glowing. Glowing. Gorgeous. Um, and also- She's I been mean, my number one since the beginning, so I really want her to win. Yeah. I mean, I think Simone is just so fantastic. Also, I mean, Got Mick is just- Ugh. I love one- What a force. A force. The fashion's- funny as hell yes um and also i mean what a great story what how awesome to be you know um incredible trans man on the show um and also like uh out of drag he's super cute so nice um uh he's done my makeup before really for what he did my makeup for uh the taylor swift music video Adam Rippon, that is some good gay trivia, okay? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Got Mick was one of the makeup artists. At, I'm going to go uh, back and watch that when this is done and make sure your makeup is on point. Well, listen, it was. And I'll tell <laughs> you, because like, um, you know, it was the first time that um, I've ever, I had ever met him. And so, you know, we were just kind of like, you know, laughing and chatting back and forth. And um, he was telling me that he works as a drag queen. I'm like, that's amazing. Great. And um, I was like, you know, I really need you to make me like look good. And so I got <laughs> the full, like, we're baking. I got it all. I really Did you really? I'll yeah. be honest. I haven't seen the video in a long time, so I don't remember right now. I know. I look, I look better than this, but like, I look, <laughs> I end up looking normal, but like very. The, yeah. The you were person. Adam. You weren't like, a, you weren't in drag. No, I was, no, I was, I was in the drag of Adam. I was like the, the elevated version of like what God could have done, but he didn't. That's what I want on a daily basis is like. Absolutely. Yeah. Male contouring beat by Gottmik every day. <laughs> yeah, I want to be, I want to be actually not even beat. I want to be beat up, kicked in the ass by Gottmik every day. Literally. Um, but love this uh, for that white face. That white face kills me every single time. It's like cartoon amazing. It's so good. Her entrance look too was, or I don't know if it was the entrance look or the, um, like the promo image with the white face and Pro- like the promo crown. image, like jaw on the ground. I still I love the body bag was just like yes. so many incredible, the fascinator with the bobby pin through the hair. Not like not Ooh, that one was good. Step, not one step wrong. Yeah. I mean, and funny, funny as hell. Funny, very funny. And like, yeah, I'd, I'm just floored by the whole, like, like you said, the trans man thing, like we're 13 seasons in, like, what it means, it's just I'm so into it. Yeah, I'm I'm also so into it. What it, it means for the youngins. And then I mean like Rose, I like Rose too. Um I like Rose. I've known of her here in New York for a while. And I gotta say, and Rose, if you're listening, don't take offense. I'm surprised she made it this far. And I, yeah, I mean that know, in a good way. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I feel like I've I, I'm surprised surprised, but also like I guess not. She's yeah, I mean strong. Like why would it like why not? Yeah, right? based on her her showing in the competition, she absolutely deserves to be there. Totally. And Candy, I mean, like, you know, Candy can't understand a word. Can't Cannot understand, understand a word. Dialect. We need subtitles, just like we need subtitles for Drag Race UK. But she because is, we I do mean, not we, understand what you're saying. Yes. But she is she is a disaster hilarious. Well, I've always been a candy fan because as I tell my friends, I like my drag queens to be a little bit ratchet or mm-hmm. a lot of it. And she gives you like Bronx, New York. She has every bit of confidence that like on my worst day, I will look towards and be like, I got to have it. <laughs> Absolutely. I got to have it. Did you watch UK? I I, I oh. haven't watched UK yet. And I've just heard so many freaking good things about it that like, oh. I, I know that I'm in the wrong to not have seen it yet. You are in the wrong. I know it. Like when this is over, cancel whatever you have for the rest of the day. <laughs> I know I've heard it's I've heard it's incredible one of the best seasons like do you have well, a, maybe like, do you Go have ahead. a favorite season like if you have of a friend that's never seen it ne- who's never seen Drag Race like what do you recommend any country any season any any anything great question I have answers okay season you have to start with season one I've actually never seen season one it was very. It was really hard to find until now. It's available, but like when right. I started Drag Race, 
it was impossible. I had just moved to New York and it had just come out. And so it seemed like, like the stars aligned for me in terms of being able to see it. I feel like if I still lived in Michigan, I may have missed it. Yeah. But you have to start at season one. Then I would say season four with mm-hmm. Sharon Needles is yes. a must watch. Then season five and six. Mm-hmm. Then, then I don't really know, to be honest. Then I, I would, just off the top of my head, I would jump to Drag Race UK season two. Wow. Yeah. For me, I, what my, my base, which got me started, was I did season four, five, six. Right. And then, um, yeah, I think I did four, five, six, maybe seven, and then All Stars 2. And oh, I think of course, All Stars 2. Kitty All Girl? Stars, All Stars 2 is like one of the best seasons of Drag Race ever. Yeah, yeah. I, do. I wasn't thinking about All Stars 2. Forgive me. You're forgiving. My friends and I watch Kitty Girl literally every weekend, and I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, it's I mean, so good. All, All Stars 2 is just absolutely flawless. What season did you guest judge? You have done it, right? I have. I uh, I think it was 11. It was the season with um, Evie Oddly and okay, Lena yeah. West. Is that 11? That sounds like 11. Yeah. They're, they're literally blurring together. There's so many of them. Which I'm into. But Adam, I'm telling you, you may want to wait for JP for Drag Race UK season two because it's something you want to share with your loved ones. It's that good. <laughs> really? It's that good. Oh, it's it I would even venture to say it's my favorite drag race season of all time. Okay. Then you know what? Maybe I will, because he ha- hasn't watched any of it. And and when I watch it, like he'll watch an episode with me, but he's not gotten into it like I got into it. So I think like if w- this is a great, this is great advice, by the way. This is yes. great re- relationships. I'm, I'm so happy I was able to give you something today because I assumed you had watched it. No, just because I, I, I know I you're a fan it. of the show. I love it. I love the show. Um, I have not watched it yet, though. You know, I have my Wow Presents uh, password and username all logged in i'm ready to go i don't know what's stopping me well that's why i tell people i'm like wow presents plus is the perfect streaming platform because it's only 3.99 a month it's, it's cheaper than any other one and it is like all the lgbt drag content you need <laughs> and they also have like like old documentaries on there and stuff and they have all of those like dr- all of those drag queens who have a show it's all on that app too like right it's, it's actually good it's, fantastic. it's completely worth four dollars Without giving anything away for Drag Race UK, I, I just want to give you a few names to focus on. Well, uh, so you... I, I, I've been following, so you tell me if I'm right. L- Lawrence Cheney, right? Yes, amazing, fabulous. Um, I've seen the first episode, I, laughing out loud. Ginny uh, Lemon. Ginny Lemon is unforgettable, iconic, gay TV I know the the walk out, like the walk off. I it's saw that. Too, it was like it's so good. The walk off, yeah. She's definitely one to watch. Um, and Bimini Bomb Boulash is I know. I, a force I, I, to be reckoned with. I, I heard a lot of upset, and I saw a lot of sad TikToks about her not winning. Oh, sad TikToks! I did. That's how. That's how I get my news. My <laughs> right. TikTok. What are they saying about Lil Nods? What are they saying about Bimini? Yeah, everyone was so into Bimini. Everyone was so into Bimini. Yeah, it was a really great, um, it's just really great. What, um, I saw that you had like a 
dissertation or a, a TED talk on this Megan and Harry interview. Oh yeah. I, I mean, that kind that was, that was good television. That, that was, was drag race. That was uh, Oprah honey, was drag. That honey, was, Megan Shantae, you stay. <laughs> that was incredible. I was, I was literally sweating. I, I needed to crack so, a window. So upset. But like none of it is, I mean, obviously we can, like, we have to take the crown, not as like Bible, but like they kind of let us in to like, let us know a lot of those things. Obviously, you know, Harry is telling this and Harry was not alive for what we've seen of the crown so far, but like, you know, it, it, it feels not too off base. And I think like what they, what you could see and what we know of like what Diana went through, this feels like a different version of the same story that's already played out. No, literally it's the 2021 version of what happened to Diana in the eighties and the nineties. Awful. Yeah. Really awful. And it's just, you know, like the, I think the idea of a Royal family is nice. I think it's interesting because it's like, it's, it would be nice to have like a constant you know, something that never, even through, like through leaders changing to just have this constant, consistent, like figure. I think it's a great idea in theory. Right. But I mean, like the point of a, the whole royal family in general is completely like outdated. I feel like their whole mentality is like two or three generations behind the entire world. A hundred percent. And I think like, regardless of where you stand on like team Meghan and Harry, team William and Kate, like you hit the nail on the head. The royal family are living in a time that just doesn't exist anymore. Like, I love them, but it's like, it's such an archaic Yes, in a time that doesn't exist anymore. And even in that time, in a completely different reality. Totally. Like, like, not, like what world are you living in? Their own. Yeah. Their, their, their complete own. I but mean, I still love them. Yes. Like, I'm still into it. I was sort of really born into a family that, loves the royal family and we're british and scottish so it just sort of like is in our blood um and i love the crown and i love diana and i love megan i, I just love it all like give me yeah. the drama but i'm also going to support all of them in a weird yes. way i i i love it too i mean the 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 you know asking about what color archie's skin would be like that well that was, was like that I, was like i mean really hard to listen to yeah really awful insane really awful disgusting stuff um but the more that i thought about it i was like i'm not surprised no no i'm not surprised either which is sad which is terrible. which is sad yeah and like i think you can say like whatever you want about like i don't know if they should have done it or not but i think that i think they were in the complete right i don't think that you can treat someone like that and expect them not to say anything especially when there's so many out like this is nobody like no no, 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 no. No. And just because she married into the royal family doesn't mean she needs a permanent muzzle. No. And they, like, uh, like uh, she honestly, has the right to tell her story. Carry yeah. the end. Somebody like Meghan Markle had the opportunity to really help modernize the royal family. Right. And I think they just were scared of that and did everything they could to almost, like, not, not be a part of that narrative at all. Right. Well, I don't want to keep you all day. I can't thank you enough for coming. What What are your summer plans post post getting that uh, Pfizer shot or whatever you're going to get? Uh, 
<laughs> I, uh, after that, it's just get the, you know, it's see my friends finally get to right. hang out with loved ones, maybe see my family. That would be great. I haven't seen my family in a long time. And then aside from that, just figure out what's happening to Jen Shaw. Oh, literally behind you on my TV is a muted Bravo right now because the reruns of Salt Lake is on. Incredible. Jen Shaw. Yeah. What are we going to do? You smell like hospital about to go to jail. (laughs) You smell like hospital. I tweeted the other day. I didn't realize, like, I'm a huge Housewives fan. I didn't realize how famous Jen Shaw was until she got arrested and gay Twitter exploded. I think it's just exploded because, like, that it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't, it doesn't get it doesn't get <laughs> there's no better television than because they everyone was saying that not only was she like arrested, but she was which is terrible. And what she did was awful. Um, but she was arrested while they were filming. Oh, I know. That's so good. Yeah. You know, a so producer good. was like. Hard. Yeah. A hundred percent. Or yeah. I wonder if there because there's all these theories out there now, too, because I'm like a nerd that reads them that someone in production tipped them off but like i tweeted i was like jen shaw did you watch the real housewives of new jersey but i'm like i'm also like if you were doing all that you were willing to put yourself like like in front of the world yeah you're willing what put yourself on television right like if you know you're doing something shady keep it under your hat (laughs) I, i yeah i guess but I mean, these people I, are so delusional and so like wackadoo that like her need for attention and fame superseded her thinking clearly about her like anything. wrongdoings. Right. Yeah. I know. Well, it's, so th- that's my summer plan. Get that's your summer plan is keeping up with Jen Shaw's uh, court hearings. Yes. And that's when it. does and JP get to LA? Um, hopefully sometime this fall or late summer. Oh, not till um, then. Yeah, it'll be a while. So, you know, he needs still, to finish the cabin. Don't there's a lot to do with the cabin. To Don't the come United until, States. <laughs> until my cabin is finished. Will you go back there? I'm hoping that I will be able to get over there one more time uh, okay. before he comes over here. So yeah. I so I can see the cabin. I want to see the cabin before he's over. You here. need the stamp of approval. What kind of weather are they in now? Do they have the same sort of so when I was over there, it was like completely pitch black, like all the time. And now the summer is coming. The weather is like, it's warming up. They have so much, they're beginning to have so much daylight. Um, it's going to be- That's beautiful. when I would want to go. It's absolutely, if you ever can go to Scandinavia, go in the summer. It's like the most magical, magical thing. It's like the first time I was there, we, we were like outside, like having drinks. And all of a sudden, you know, we were with his brother and he's like, oh, I'm going to go home. And I'm like, go home. It's like still early. And I look at the clock. It's like one in the morning, bright sun. Really? It was like, it was incredible. It was amazing. I would really. need that. Yeah. Because I'm a night owl anyway. So if it's like still light out at 1 a.m., I'd be like, open another bottle of rosé, Adam. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I would. And I would do that. <laughs> and you would. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I adore you. This is, by the way, this is our fifth interview. We, we've chatted four times before. So yes. any, anything I do, I'm always going to call you and say, will you come do it? And we'll Please. talk about, it's we'll always, talk about it's everything. Great. It's always so fun to chat with you. Totally. Well, keep in touch. When all this is over, I'll try to um, 
message you when I'm in LA or if you're in New York, we got to get together. Sounds great. I'm down. All right. See you soon. You stay safe. You too. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye. Bye, babe.